What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The History of the World podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. This is the History of the World podcast, unscripted. Hello everyone, it's Chris here from the History of the World podcast and this is an unscripted episode. We're taking a short summer break uh, while we write new episodes and also episodes for our patrons. So our paying uh, subscribers, if you like, or well, I say subscribers, we don't do a subscription plan. We just basically take voluntary contributions and uh, some of those people who make voluntary contributions qualify to commission their own special episodes. And so um, let's uh, introduce you to some of the subjects that we're going to be talking about when we do fire up the new episodes, probably sometime in July, I would imagine. So um, firstly, I think we're going to concentrate on our episode on the Khoisan cultures of Africa. Um, it's quite a tricky subject to broker that one because the Khoisan are, are really is, is a bit more of an exonym for um for the cultures there's a lot more to them than just lumping them all together as Khoisan cultures but there there's some significant links to history among these cultures and also it introduces us to the to the struggles of how um indigenous peoples um struggle against foreign invasion and and co- colonialization colonialism um so it's a, it's going to be a very fascinating episode and i'm looking forward to writing it it really relates significantly to south african politics um and also it it sort of reaches back as far as the material of volume 1 when we were talking about the evolution of humans so um we can really sort of tie a thread uh, from the beginning of of human evolution uh, right through to modern day politics uh, and the ongoing struggle of the Khoisan cultures uh, to be recognised in their modern states. So it's going to be a really, really good episode, real good exploration into a culture that probably should be talked about uh, a lot more. We're also going to be taking, um, I'm going to be trying something new in actual fact. We're going to be taking a look at the history of Crete. So how on earth am I going to cram that all into one podcast episode? But I'm going to give it a try. And it should be quite an entertaining episode because it will be a, like a very fast paced and 
um, you know, a good overview, really, for anyone who's interested in the history of that island. Why wouldn't you be interested in the history of any Mediterranean island? They're really, they're, they're touched by so much, um, not always not always good, sometimes quite bad, but um, Mediterranean islands have really all got a history of their own, so like it will be very, very interesting to speak about the history of Crete, obviously, Crete itself being very strongly linked to the very first uh, cultures of Europe, historical cultures of Europe uh, with the Minoans. And of course, you know, we, we bring that right forward. It's so many different uh, major cultures such as the Romans and the, and the Arabs, the Venetians, and, and so many cultures had a hand in, in the, the history of Crete. Uh, right up until uh, the 20th century, of course, with the uh, the activity of Nazi Germany as well, obviously affected Crete quite directly. So that's going to be a, an excellent episode. It's going to be something that I've not really tried before in terms of like a, a fast-paced overview. Um, also, um, episodes have been like now. Also, I'm, I'm going to be reading some emails out as well that have been sent to me in the last week. And one of them sort of... Um, one of them sort of touches on the fact that the History of the World podcast, in order to keep the the podcast moving forward, um, we're often perhaps selective in what material we talk about, and we and we're not always talking about everything. So, um, I'll give you an example. There's um, there's a book written by a gentleman called Chris Harmon called A People's History of the World, and it and it's like a view of sort of social um history uh of of mankind so it's it really tries to sort of divert a little bit from the political situations and the political changes and, and the characters of the world um there's also um a book um that's um that there was a, a few a dk publications that were really um sort of chronological uh, histories of the world and one of them was written in particular about science which is like a technological um, perspective on the history of the world and so it, we can really look at the history of the world from a number of different perspectives and I feel that some listeners may be understanding that they're, they're probably missing out on some aspects of history just because I'm trying to keep the the podcast moving along. Fundamentally my podcast is an overview of the history of the world so Quite often we're going to be talking about political situations. So when we were speaking about, um, let's let's say for example, we're speaking about the Frankish Empire, we want to talk about um, Charles, um, Charlemagne, Charles Martel. We want to talk about Clovis. We want to talk about all of these figures that were integral to the to the to the history of the Frankish Empire, and 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 as such. We might not have that much material about the the cultural developments of the Franks and the agricultural uh, technology, um, the the life of the people of uh, the Frankish Empire and 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 the lands that they conquered and 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 it's because we've really got a lack of information and um and, but we do know plenty about the characters because of what was written about them by the monasteries and and the historians that followed their age so we sometimes it's through lack of 
lack of information that we we can only talk about the figures because that's what we do know about so but it's interesting to speculate about those things and and as such we've had um special episodes commissioned that are going to concentrate on a couple of aspects of medieval history that we don't necessarily um or didn't necessarily plan to include in the narrative and one of them's going to be about a communication within the medieval world so we're gonna it's, it's gonna be quite a difficult episode to write i must admit i'm gonna have to delve deep into my library uh, but we're gonna be looking at maybe the um the communication aspect of how messages were relayed from one side of an empire to another or between empires and and the journeys of people how people traveled uh, within their empires or or internationally. So we're going to be looking at that. And also we're going to be doing an episode on weaponry. So medieval weaponry. And um, uh, the one thing that um, Eric G. Young, the man who's commissioned the episode, has said, look, please don't, don't glorify gunpowder in this episode because everyone talks about gunpowder. And it's the medieval age when you talk about weapons, everyone says, oh, this is when gunpowder was emerging. Of course, there's so much more to it. And we're going to be exploring that as well. So we're going to, they're going to actually be slotted into Volume 4. They're going to become part of the, the fabric of Volume 4. So that's something to look forward to. So the first the first two episodes um, uh, that we're going to use as the comeback episodes of Volume 4 before we get into uh, the religion, medieval religion and Christianity in particular, um, and then the the Crusades, of course, which which carry on from that. And uh, obviously, there was much more going on in Europe than just the Crusades and and the development of feudalism, etc. Um, obviously, that there, there is there was relationships between the nations of Europe that we can explore through the battles um, of the late Middle Ages. So um, it's all going to cascade into that, really. So plenty to look forward to and uh, that's what we can look forward to in July in particular when we come back and start publishing uh, proper episodes so we're going to we're going to clear up all of that all of that backlog of uh, special episodes that have been commissioned by our highly valued patrons now if you would like to commission your own special episode of the History of the World podcast then you can uh, all you need to do you just need to qualify by making the uh, the accumulated uh, donation uh, required uh, as per our Patreon page so if you want to find out more just go to the history of the world podcast.com website click on the Patreon link and explore the benefits that are available to you. It's not just podcast episodes, um, it's gifts through the posts that we send. Now, I know that there's a backlog of gifts still to be sent. You haven't, if you've qualified and I've emailed you already, don't worry, you've not been forgotten about. We've just, we're just going to send them all off together. So we're just collecting them all together and sending them all off together. Hopefully that should take place sometime in the, in the next month or two. Uh, so th don't worry, you haven't been forgotten about if you've qualified. But also, um, if you want to uh, explore that and become uh, a History of the World podcast Illuminati member, which is our exclusive club for people who make contributions to the to the fortunes of this podcast, to the future and the fortunes of the podcast, um, then please, please go to the historyoftheworldpodcast.com website, click on the Patreon link and sign up 
to make a monthly contribution to help us to keep this wonderful project going. We have a new member to welcome into the History of the World podcast Illuminati this week. His name is Jack Mardlin. So Jack, thank you very much for signing up and making a contribution to the podcast. You are now a lifelong member of the History of the World podcast Illuminati. Uh, you can hold your head up and uh, walk down the street feeling very proud of yourself and what you're doing and the fact that you're a member of this wonderful and exclusive club. Um, so thank you very much, Jack. And uh, by all means, if you if you want to join Jack in that exclusive club, then do please come along to the Patreon page. I have an email this week from uh, Victor Bezborodov who's written in and put, Dear Chris Hasler, I started listening to your podcast several months ago and I'm enjoying it immensely. The podcast is excellent. However, as I listen to ancient Greece and Rome episodes, I get mildly saddened by the dominance of the narrative history driven by events, names and battles and the absence of general stuff episodes so common in previous eras. By general stuff, I mean episodes on material and cultural developments not tied to particular events or people. In the terminology of the History of Byzantium podcast, these are the end-of-century episodes. There are so many topics for such episodes for Rome, Roman concrete, aqueduct building and engineering in general, Roman housing, Roman plays, literature, glass manufacture, Roman mines, advances in agriculture, goods transport networks, the, the question of citizenship in Rome, Roman gods, Roman bureaucracy and so on and so forth. Please note that in early seasons such general stuff episodes made up the majority um, because of the lack of written records. I believe history is not only Rome conquered X in the year Y and Caesar did this and that, although these are very interesting in their own right, but also the development of society. What did people do in everyday life? How did society function, etc.? I hope for such general episodes in the future. Best wishes and thank you for a great podcast, Victor Bezbradov. Thank you, Victor. Um, you are right, of course. Um, the thing is, there's it's so profound, isn't it? The history of the world, the history of people, the history of mankind, um, that you could just keep digging and um, you know, like volume four could potentially be you know twice as long if uh, we included everything but we're, we're sort of sadly pressed for time so I have to be quite selective about what I do include and what I don't include um, there's a lot of when when I'm planning the volumes there's a lot of uh, jiggery pokery in terms of what I put in and what what I what I take out and it's really important that I get the fundamental story of the history of the world um, included. And, and so the expectation of this podcast is to talk about figures such as Julius Caesar and talk about the development of the Roman Empire as an example for um, the as in terms of the, the glory. I, I used it as an example in my reply to you, Victor, the glory of Rome and to talk about Emperor Trajan and what he achieved, um, so that you could so that you could understand the impact of what happened later in the second century when uh, when the plague spread through the Romans and and this gradual decline took place where 
Um, the military side of Rome started to gain more power over the Senate and the emperors and, and this led to a collapse in the fundamentals of, of Rome and the introduction of Christianity as, as a new religion was, was almost part of the, the collapse of what really was glorious Rome and, um, and the introduction of what would become medieval Europe. So it's really important that we understand who was doing what and, and, and the political um, situations, the political developments, are, I think, are the, the key elements of the history of the world and understanding the world as it exists today. But I do agree with you, Victor. It's not that I don't agree. It would be great if we could delve a bit deeper into those subjects. And, and there's so much more, you know, the development of language, um, you know, the development of, you know, sort of social social rights, that kind of thing. You know, there's so much stuff that we could we could go into, um, and um, unfortunately, we we just we you know there are limits that we have, we have to sort of put in place really, and I'm sure there are um, podcasts out there that do delve deeper into. Uh, those societies that you mentioned uh, there's so many great new podcasts being written about different cu uh, different cultures different countries and and so you can i think the material is out there but um it's very difficult for me to make everyone happy to include everything and uh you know the, but in the future there might be scope to go back and fill in some gaps you know there's no reason why new episodes can't be added retrospectively to volume so uh but great uh great email victor and thank you so much you're not the first person to have sort of to have noticed that um palais has written in uh who oh palais no, is written in from uh, Peter Husgard has written in. Um, I'm not sure. Palais may may be a nickname. Um, perhaps I'm not sure. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Hi Chris. Some six to seven weeks ago, I heard a history program on the radio about Ukraine. It was really f interesting, and it inspired me to search for more history podcasts on Spotify. Maybe I had a European history in mind, but your podcast was the first one to pop up, and I was swept off my feet right away. I've been listening ever since, started from the beginning, and have now caught up with current episodes. I really want to thank you for the undertaking of such a good, thorough, and impressive podcast. I really enjoy it. You have presented so many fascinating uh, episodes, but for, as for me... I've found the ones about the House of Vassa, Snorri Stotlison and Ireland the most, uh, the most capturing. I myself am a Faroese from the Faroes living in Norway near uh, Hafersfjord, where Harold the Harefair fought and united the Viking chieftains of Norway. On your episode on Ireland, you mentioned two persons uh, I'd like to mention. One was St Brendan who according to the Faroese saga was the first man on the Faroes. The Irish didn't stay on the Faroes though, so when the Vikings found these islands, they also found sheep and thus named the islands the Sheep Islands. Far equals sheep and O's equals islands in Nordic. I didn't know that. Didn't St. Brendan make it across the Atlantic all the way to the current USA also? Well, that I'd say that you've... St Brendan's Island was never uh, was never established as uh, you know as a as a definitive uh, place. So maybe the fabled St Brendan's Island was 
uh, in the Americas, who knows. The second man you shortly mentioned was Olaf the White, who became a chief or proclaimed King of Dublin, did you say, in 841. Olaf the White possibly also participated in the Battle of Haffersfjord in 873, but not on the side of Harold the Harefair. Olaf was one of the opponents to Harold's endeavours to unite the Norwegian chieftains under one king, and it is uncertain how and where Olaf died. His wife, um, Ald the Deep-Minded, fled to the Hebrides with her son after Olaf's death, and later ventured further northwest to either Iceland or indeed the Pharaohs, where she fostered the mainly chieftain family on the Pharaohs, my descendants. Um... I find all of this so fascinating since it's my family some 1,200 years ago, but must also admit that it is all uncertain since sources do not all tell the same story. Anyway, keep up the good work, Chris, and once again, thank you so much for the work you do. Highly appreciated. Well, you're right, Pally. Um, it's um, When you read the sagas... Um, you look at Olaf the White and, and sometimes historians are speculating as to whether we're talking about Olaf the White but because probably everyone was called Olaf. Um, you know, maybe some of the Olafs mentioned in text are not actually Olaf the White and someone's assumption was incorrect. So, Or even, um, you know, you notice the sagas are actually written quite a long time after the lifetime of Olaf the White. Um, so we might even be talking about Different Olaf the Whites, for all we know, it's it's really contentious and it's um it's very difficult to piece together. Uh, you know, all you need is a historian to to assume that they're that the Olaf that they're hearing about is the Olaf of a different story. But then, as history develops and we find more sources, we think, well, hang on a minute, there's no way that he could have been alive then. Um, because this clearly happened 50 years beforehand. So we're often disappointed by our discoveries when we think we know someone and then the the historic sources don't uh, corroborate each other. So you're right, Palais. It is very, very difficult, especially when reading Viking sagas, of course. Um, you know, like the, the certainly the writers didn't always care too much for uh, for the for the God's honest truth, you know, so, um, but um, very interesting nonetheless, of course. Okay, a couple of quick reviews, a review from Vermont, um, from Meredith's Boyfriend via Apple Podcasts, who's put uh, a stunningly in-depth reflection on world history with the perfect balance of factual evidence and personal theories. His passion for history is evident, while he doesn't allow his personal opinions and influence to erode any accuracy in his reporting. Cheers, Chris, you do a brilliant, uh, a truly brilliant job. Thank you, Meredith's boyfriend. And um, we've got a, a review here from Insulting Retard. God, I've, God I feel nervous already. Um, but he's, he's put five stars, or he or she even, maybe, has put uh, five stars. Going the distance, can't believe someone is taking on literally all of human history, doing it with good fun and light-heartedness too. Really great stuff for history lovers. Well, thank you. But, so I shouldn't have been nervous at all, should I, about that one. Uh, but thank you very much to both of you for your kind reviews. Um, just to tie up some business, I, I don't want to ramble on too long. Um, this week, uh, quite an important week for the History of the World podcast. Um, 
uh, later today, so I'm, I'm just sort of recording this podcast episode on the fly, really, because normally I like to record on a Sunday, and uh, I know um, I've overrun slightly, I'm a couple of days late. Uh, later today, so this is like Tuesday morning in, in the UK, later today, um, I will be at the Chalk Valley History Festival down there near Salisbury in Broad Chalk. Um, if uh, if you're down there uh, later today um, or even tomorrow, I'll also be there tomorrow, um, do uh, hit me up, do send me a message and uh, we'll maybe share a coffee and have a little chat and uh, be great to see you. So um, I'll be down there as a visitor. I'm not doing anything official down there. I'm not nearly that important. But um, yeah, it'd be great to bump into maybe a listener or two down there if you're if you're if you're visiting the Chalk Valley History Festival, it'd be great to see you. If, uh, if of course, you go down there later in the week and, and you've never been before, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I'd recommend it to all history lovers. There's so much to do down there, so much to, to listen to, uh, so many great uh, speakers and lots of good activities down there. Highly recommended. Very affordable as well. It's not... It's a very affordable, uh, cheap ticket for the day with so much to do down there. It's quite amazing, really. So um, hopefully I'll see one or two of you down there. And if not, um, you know, do consider going down there anyway. Um, Also, uh, this week, very special week for the History of the World podcast. It is uh, on, what are we now, Tuesday? On Friday, it will be our fourth birthday. So this coming Friday, the 24th of June, is uh, four years to the day since we released our first episode. So here we are, still going four years later. Um, wouldn't wouldn't have imagined it when I started out. Um, you know, you'd be sort of one day hope perhaps, maybe, you know, who knows, might get a year or two into it, then I might get bored with it. Well, thankfully I haven't got bored with it. Here we still are all together um, and four years on. So uh, happy fourth birthday to the history of the world podcast and uh, I'm sure we're going to make it to our fifth so um, as long as I keep healthy and uh, and I keep going um, I'm sure we're going to make it to uh, the big number five next year but yep this Friday four years old so uh, congratulations to us anyway that's it for this week um, I'll be back next week with some more ramblings and ahead of some new podcast episodes in July until uh, until we speak again be good. The History of the World podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. Please consider making a financial contribution by going to the History of the World podcast.com website and clicking on the Patreon link. Email the show at History of the World podcast at mail.com. And don't forget to join our social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr. See you next time.